When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. Hi. We back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get that comfortable. You gotta do this though. You gotta do that. You gotta do this. We back. That's why I didn't slap the chair. I, I don't know where this chair's been. I'm just not, not slapping this. <laughs> no, we we we're getting into we're getting into some good details and we're getting into some good information, which I think is one of the main points of both of our both of these perspective shows. Respective uh-huh. shows is information to people. Uh-huh. We talk about we, we we're discussing what kind of unity it would take for us to get a leg up, which I see you're very big on, which you guys are very big on. Um, there's downfalls to, to, to trying to unify. All skin ain't kin. You dig what I mean? Somebody, there's people in there who are not about that life, who literally just want the sexy jobs, and the second they get a little bit of something in their hand, they're going to break out and, and, and fuck up the batch for everybody else. Mm. How did, what, what's the process like weeding people out? People come to you for information all the time. I know somebody has stepped to you and as soon as he opened his mouth, you smelled he ain't it. Like he's going to take what I give him and do some bullshit with it. I think, you know, I think both of us, like we're really observant people mm-hmm. and you can kind of, you know, if you watch somebody and you, you watch their, their, their characteristics, their mannerisms, you can kind of get a good vibe. People that's like overly salesy, overly pushy, hustler type of vibe like you know that that kind of gives me a certain level of anxiety me personally mm, yeah um, you know you guys don't consider yourselves hustlers well it's a difference between being a hustler and just overly you know what i'm saying trying Thirsty. to do it like yeah. a hustler because right. we just get to it every single day right salesman like, yo i got yeah. to do this for you i got this yeah. opportunity right here just give me the play like no yeah, 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 right, right, right. talking mad fast oh yeah i was over there let me tell you what y'all need let me tell you what y'all need you know what's funny though i hate the word hustler why i just hate it why i just don't like the connotation of i don't like when it's said to me because if I feel you go, you're a hustler, that means you're going to hustle me and do whatever the freak you're going to want to do just because. 
for the cash or for the bag or however you want to say it. Man, Jay. You know, I just want a businessman. Man, Jay, I hear what you, you say. You man. forgot where you came from, Jay? Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 You niggas hustled the shit out of the gap. Y'all hustled the shit out of the gap. that word, man. Because I'm saying, like, we could do better, bro. I just want a better word. That's what I mean. I mean, but I mean, as far as the appeal to the younger generation, they hear hustler, they hear somebody that's getting to it. You know what I mean? That's their definition. Mm-hmm. Somebody who, who, who's figured out a way to get up out of their situation by being smart. Yeah, it's like a scrambler. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah. scrambling. Like you know, you get you get into it. I think it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's about how you how you do it. Like you know what I mean, but I feel like if you're doing it by being dishonest, if you're doing it by being sneaky, and you know what I'm saying, like those are characteristics that if you can sneak one person, you can sneak me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's how I always look at it. Like you can't just say, okay, like I'm gonna get over on this person, but yeah. I'm gonna do good I change. Business. I'm changed. I'm Yeah, I think it's the grind though, right? Like mm-hmm. it's more more of the grind than it is the hustle. Ambition. Right? Yeah. Like people have to have drive, like you said. It, mm-hmm. it, they have to have that ambition. And we can see that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we when somebody comes with the, hey, here's a proposition, I can let me do this for you. Let me it's like, all right, well, what's the real value? What have you done for yourself? First, first. Mm. What have you done for yourself? Like, how, 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 that's going to tell us a lot about if you can add value to our situation. Because mm. everybody that we have around us, they have to add value, or they're not going to be around. Totally agree. There's no point. How totally important agree. is your circle? What is this? What do you guys circle? It's everything. Like, it's, I mean, for us as, as people that we we know personally, for the most part. I mean, now it's changing, but. Mostly everybody that is employed by our company is people that we either grew up with or we're related to. Same mm. shit. Mm. Same shit. That's official. So. Yeah, Same shit over here. You got See, a lot of business owners that say they ain't gonna they gonna mess they ain't gonna mess with their family or friends. Because because the, the popular saying is family will do it to you first. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know what that's just you got fucked up family. Yeah. yeah, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, no family standards. And, and it's, not say, it's not to say that you, back. it's not to say that you employ every single person in your family. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. Some people, they they might be your family, but that's not the person that is is good to be yeah. an employee. And you, but some people are your family, and they are good. So I always look at it like. If I'm gonna trust somebody, I'm gonna trust my family before I trust anybody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my sister, she's my she's my 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 assistant. Like I know her my whole life. Like, you know what I mean? Like I trust hopefully. Her. I right. trust her. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, why would I go out of the way when I can stimulate her economy? She can help me. And now we all helping each other. We're related. So I'm gonna see her, I'm gonna speak to her all the time anyway. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have to have somebody where I'm gonna rely on somebody that I'm gonna trust and somebody that's gonna get compensated, I'd rather it be somebody that I know personally that's a family. But, but like, we can't front that it's hard to discipline your friend or your family. I'm right. not saying discipline like right. discipline, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yo, you fucked up. It's not yeah. hard, right? Because like, and we've, we've had to deal with this. It's like conversations have to be had. And if they are uncomfortable, they're gonna be uncomfortable, right. but they have to be had, right? You don't want to put somebody in a situation where they're not, they don't have a skill that you want them to do, because mm. it doesn't help anybody, right? They're gonna, right. you're gonna ex- have an expectation of them. They're not gonna meet the expectation. How long can that go on? Yeah, but before, but before it's a strain. But will friendship have you doing things that make no sense business wise? Sometimes, sometimes it, it, you'll you'll have more leniency, right? We've had situations where it's like, yo, if this dude wasn't our friend. There's no way we would even. 
give him a second chance. Mm. But we will because we have that relationship. And there's other times where it's like, look, let's end this now because if we don't end the business, we won't Our have friendship a friendship. Did you end it and keep the friendship? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing about it is it's like communication is very important. Mm -hmm. We have to be careful how we speak to each other mm. in general. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people are incarcerated or dead because they didn't properly know how to communicate. Mm. You're raising your voice, doing hand gestures, different things of that nature. And it's like, you do that more often with somebody that you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm That's saying? As opposed to somebody that you're not familiar with. So it's like, how do we de-escalate a situation? How do we listen to somebody that we don't agree with? Mm. How do we say sorry? How do we accept somebody's apology? Huge. Like Major these are all key. things, especially yeah. as black men, these are all things that conflict resolution is something that's extremely important and it's not taught to us. Mm -hmm. Young yeah. boys don't know about conflict resolution. Yeah. Men don't know about conflict resolution. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, this is something that's extremely important, especially when you're working with people that you know, because wow. it, it can escalate very quickly. So let's, yeah. let's, let's tap in on that. Jay, you, we know you from rocking with four dudes and y'all got 30 years. I know there's been conflicts behind the scenes, but we don't hear about the, the FUBU boys beefing with each other. Because we honestly, we got this rule, like we started from day one that we just keep our shit together. Mm -hmm. Like we just keep it, we won't, you know, go against the brand because the brand is bigger. Mm -hmm. We fucked the brand up though. We now we not, nobody getting any checks. Mm -hmm. so, you know what I'm saying? That's like we look at the bag first. That's a fact. Mm. How do you squash? How do you squash it? Like I know the comp. Well, how we how we to be honest? How we used to really do it was, we respect Dame as Dame. Mm -hmm. Like okay, so it's him. Then it's then it's me. Then it's Keith and Carl, kind of on the same level. You know what I'm saying? So Dame and I usually honestly do all the fighting. Hmm. To be honest, over like, what we do all the fight just over anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like anything. Like I remember having a conversation, a fight over white, the color white. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, break this down. You gotta break that down. Break All right, that so down. so check this out. Check this out. Um, hold up. <laughs> I need some props. I need some props. He just right, told the floor to hold this beer. Check this out. It's party. Mm. This is not white. Off white. It's off white. Right. I thought it was cream. <laughs> That's off white, All not right. cream yet. Mm -hmm. A little darker. Not than cream. yet. Yeah. All right. This okay. is white. If I ship this and I ship that, you gonna put the shit on and be like, your shipping ain't right. It's not matching. <laughs> right, right, right. I wouldn't wear this hat with that. Shit. Right. Yeah. So Dame was like, "Yo, it's white. We talking about, like, bro? <laughs> <laughs> bro." <laughs> Yo, I see. Listen, I can't see to save my life. If I go outside. Take these glasses off. I can't see shit, but I see color, amazingly. Mm -hmm. So I know that that's that. Like I see color better than like half the people in in the United States. Mm -hmm. Whatever I can make colors. Like that's what I do. But I'm telling you, bro, like that's not white. If I ship that, in, yo, you 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 extra. You, <laughs> and I'm like, yo. So it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Literally to the point where I walked out the room, we still fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, now he's, he's over me. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's over me. Now, I come from the military, so like my, my superior officer. Even though we partners, you still my superior officer. I gotta listen. So I'm like, all right, I hear you. All right, you got me today. So I go, right? Now I run the division. I run all the design. Mm-hmm. You think I ain't switch that shit? <laughs> <laughs> you the superior officer in that department. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the end, they would have it would have been on me. Right, right. Oh, you fucked up. Right. Even though you told them. Even though I told you. Mm, right. That's that's mm. a few valuable lessons. <laughs> Governance, respect authority, but then also make executive decisions. Yeah. Mm. So he respected authority, he respected the governance, but he made the executive decision. Right. But what happened when he found out that you switched it anyway? He ain't know. He ain't find out. He's finding out right now. He just found out. He ain't know it. You ain't know it. He just put Shark Tank on mute. Like, wait a minute, what? So I got a question, right? So you guys are big in finances and financial literacy. What are the top three things to invest in right now? The top three top things to invest three. in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Companies or like sectors, like what you want. Just like See, I don't know all of that. I, I mean, I think, so, I think uh, for always it's going to be real estate is forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. real estate is forever. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to need some somewhere mm-hmm. to live. Everybody right. lives somewhere. Like that's, that's you know, real estate is forever. Mm-hmm. So real estate is always going to be a good investment if you, you buy correctly, obviously. Um, stocks. Is something that's extremely beneficial to invest in because it's like you talk about a publicly traded company. All of us have some stock on our, yeah, our presence right now, whether it's right. Nike, whether it's iPhone, whether it's mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like these are all publicly traded companies. Mm-hmm. So it's like these companies make the world go around. So we're consumers of these companies. Mm-hmm. So why not be an owner in these companies? And that's what stock is. Stock is buying ownership of a company. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's extremely beneficial as well. You want to give one? A company? I mean, oh no, I, I'm just saying. Just no, I was just, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, it's that mindset that we were talking about, where it's like, yeah, we spend, we spend, we spend, and then we ask ourselves, what should we invest in? Well, where, where are you spending your money? Mm-hmm. Right. That should be the first place, right? So if you got mm-hmm. the Apple Watch, so you got the Tim's on. Like, I seen a kid wear a North Face or a Supreme. They wearing these clothing lines. They don't realize like there's a company that owns all that. Mm-hmm. And the more you spend with that company, the more the valuation of that company goes up, right? Now you're not realizing it because you're on the consumer side of it. But once you shift, shift mindset, like all right, rather than me continuously spending, let me put, let me buy shares of the company. It changes the ball game, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's a long term mm-hmm. investment. By the time you wore those tims, and no disrespect to your tims because they're still fresh, right? They're worth nothing now, mm-hmm. right? They're yeah, worth they, something. Man. They depreciate once you put them away. Yeah, you you wore them. They, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, no, wiping right. out the boxes. They, you like they've already depreciated. The they, like driving the car off the lot. Like, like yeah. you got smelly feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the resale value on those is not going to happen for you, right? <laughs> but <laughs> the chances are, right, v, uh, VF Corp owns Timberland, right? If you invest in them, right, and they keep putting out the products and people p- keep consuming it at the same rate, chances long term, 10, 20 years, 
that money is going to appreciate over time. Whereas that boot, I mean, you're going to have to buy a new pair every year. You're from New York. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so is, it, is it possible to rig the game? It's always it's always possible to rig the game. Talking mm -hmm. about like from a higher up situation. All right, in a, in a way that uh, um, Jay Z popularized um, Iceberg, Chris Style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this shit went up. Well, that's what we talked. So yep. so like um, Elon Musk, right? Mm -hmm. When he was going crazy about Dogecoin, mm -hmm. and he was going Saturday Night Live, you go on Twitter, and every time he tweeted, Dogecoin went up. Then mm. went up ten cents, went up five cents, went up eight cents, and it just seemed like any time that he said anything about Dogecoin, it just went up. So a lot of people were saying that it was market manipulation it because was. you know he's a very powerful, influential person with a large following, the richest person in the world. People obviously respect his opinion. So if he's championing something, then that's going to lead millions of people to put their money into it because they think that's going like a get rich quick thing. But it did. It did, yeah. but then it dropped. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you got to be educated. Did he pull out his shares before it dropped? But that's the part you're never going to know. You're never going right? to know that. Because yeah. crypto, cryptocurrency, you can't, there is no there's regulation. no regulation. So you're not going to know what But the J, J is a good example. So, right. so all right. So, but so, but wait, wait, before you, before you yeah, move yeah. on from that, yeah. so is it market manipulation if it's done with crypto? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's market manipulation yeah. no matter who it's done. It's not set up the way now that you can, like, if you deal with what, how what do you call it? Uh, regular stocks, oh, stock. certain stock. words right. for it, whatever. You deal with that, that's it's straight regulated. Yeah, like yeah, inside of trading. That shit there is the Wild Wild West. Right, yeah. that's yeah. the Wild Wild So it's not federally regulated, so you can do whatever you want but with Bitcoin. No, no, you, no, you can't. So this is why like um, Kim Kardashian and a bunch of celebrities, they got sued because they, was, they endorsed, I forgot which project it was. It was a crypto project. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They got yeah. paid money to put a post on social media yep. up about it, right? And then it, it crashed. So they got sued because they were saying that you endorse something that wasn't a solid project. You, um, you know, lured millions of investors into something that had no financial ground. You didn't do your due diligence on it. And now they lost a bunch of money. So you still have to be extremely careful. And this is important because for any athlete, entertain any influencer, yeah. yeah, understand whatever you put your name to, you can be held liable for that. That's so it's a lot of people, especially not so much now, but. Back a couple months ago, people was paying people for NFT projects, like mm -hmm. endorses NFT. And right. people don't even know what NFT is, and they just right. endorsing it. Like never endorse. This goes back to the third thing. You said three things to invest in. The biggest thing that you should invest in is your education. Mm -hmm. yep. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing that you should invest Absolutely. in because now, once you have your education, honestly, that's the only thing in this world that's really going to save you in the economic downturn because it's like the knowledge and the information can't be taken away from you. Mm -hmm. They can take your job away from you. They can take an endorsement deal away from you. But they can't take the knowledge and information away from you. So if you're educated, you always have an opportunity, even if you lose everything. You have education, you have an opportunity to get it back. This is why you see billionaires and Trump and all, they, they go bankrupt three or four times. But they have enough information and enough relationships to get money again. It's yeah. not a big deal. Mm. But if you, this is why a bunch, you hit the lottery, a lot of lottery, lottery winners oh, go broke. Right. Because they don't have any they information. Have so you're giving them money with no information, now that's no easy to lose. Right. Yeah. I, I, the J joint is good though, right? Because that's in the crypto world, but let's, but if you take J and you brought up Cristal, like 2009, like it, used to drink Cristal, motherfuckers racist. Right. Then we switched to gold bottles, right? So Ace mm. of Spade becomes a bottle of choice now. Which is his company. His company, right? right. Now, he says that for 10 years. He's talking gold bottles, 40-40. Every time you go, it's gold bottles, gold bottles, gold bottles. Right. What happens this year? He sells it he to LVMH yeah. for $500 million. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's not manipulation. That's the power of influence. But the power of influence, that's something you own. 
Mm-hmm. So, you see what I'm saying? So, all right, as content creators, let's just put this idea out there. As content creators, we talk to millions of people monthly. Mm-hmm. If we all had a, a portion of a coin or a product and we popularized it without saying that we have ownership of it, is that market manipulation? No, that's good marketing. Like the coin, you gotta be, the coin is different because you, that's an investment. If I, let's say I'm a silent partner in FUBU, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing FUBU every single day and I'm pushing FUBU, da 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 and nobody knows that I own any portion of, of FUBU. But, you know, being that I have a platform, it might lead to an uptick in sales, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna benefit from that because I'm a part owner in that. That's not market manipulation, because that's a product. But now investments are different because investments are regulated. So that's when you have to kind of be a little a little bit, you know, more careful about. Right. But if it's like, let's say I'm, a, I'm, I'm owner in this barbershop and I'm saying come to this barbershop every day, they don't have to know I'm an owner in it. I could I could support and, you know, publicly, you know, put my, um, you know, weight around a product. That's one thing. But mm-hmm. the investment is not because they're not when they buy this, it's not a, it's not a, an investment. Right. The same way as a stock. You're not going to lose all your money. You're not thinking that I'm going to triple my money next week if I buy this sweater. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not the same right. level of, of expectations. So, that so how does it work with the NFTs? Because uh, Justin Bieber purchased something for like one point something million. Yeah. And today it's worth like less than a hundred grand. Because I just, I never. It's just a hype around that bro. shit. Bro. No, I, the, the funny the, thing the is, good thing it's a monkey face. It's a lot ownership. But, now everybody you know, can own something. Now everybody, you said they'll have the mind. To understand what they're actually even owning, they don't know what they're actually even doing. Right, just, <laughs> like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, and I, I always say this, like, so how was that legal? Education, which legal? education is key, mm-hmm. but getting the right education from the right educational source, what right. are they It's even bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Yeah. My thing, but my thing that bugged me out is that I came out of prison and I was like, "Yo, people are, are believing in invisible things." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe yeah, it. The tula, the yeah. tula. I was like, "Yo, I, right. you know, I, like, yo, it's, it's, yo, give me fifteen thousand cash." They're like, it? "Nah, champ, we're gonna cash app this to you, bro. We're gonna sell it to you." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Yo, you know about non fungible tokens? Nah, what's that? Oh, it's this digital piece of art that that sells for a certain amount of money." I'm like, "You want me to buy something that I can create on Canva?" <laughs> Or fucking. Yeah. I think the the idea, the ideas of NFT is something that's extremely beneficial, and the idea like because we are going towards a digital world. Yeah, so like you know what I'm saying like even money like we're not using money the same way that we used to. Most yeah. people are using either your credit card, your debit card, Zelle, Venmo, Cash Apple App, Pay. like you know yeah. what I mean Apple Pay. Yeah. So it's already transitioning. The idea of an NFT being able to authentic- authenticate something, right, on the blockchain, that's something that's extremely beneficial. Because it's like, there's all, like Jordans, right? There's always these fake Jordans all over the place, right? So now if you can authenticate that those are real Jordans, because mm. there's only one of one and it's the most perfect way to track it on the, on the, on the blockchain, now... That's something that's extremely beneficial. And it has its own digital print yeah, serial it, number. Exactly. It's exactly. So right. it's like I got you. there's there's benefits for it, but it, I think people went away from the technology and went to the hype. Yeah. The mm-hmm. hype the hype sold. So anytime you see celebrities, that's always a telltale sign, like, all right, it's something's up. But mm-hmm. the utility behind the, the technology makes sense. They're not going away, right? There was a craze for it, it was a hype for it, and now we're seeing a crash of it, right? 
but the utility, the actual, what it can do, right? Like you said, authenticating, creating unique experiences, right? Right. If I have a community, right? Everybody in, who listens to the show had an NFT or you created one for them and it was a unique experience that only the people that had that NFT could come to, mm-hmm. now it's unique, right? right? It has utility behind it. Matter of fact, not only does it do it for one experience, but it does it for five throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, right. if you have another one, it creates another experience. You see what I'm saying? So the right. utility piece makes a lot of sense. It was the and, real power behind it. We're going to see it still. Mm-hmm. It's just that there was a craze, there's a pullback, and now the technology, we'll start seeing it making a lot of sense in the future. And the commission part of it. That's especially right. for artists. Yeah, it's like, art, it's every like time it when, resold. when, when exactly. Basquiat, I think the most he ever got paid for a painting was like 100000 something like that. When his painting got sold for one hundred million dollars a few years ago, so his family didn't get none of that. And nobody, you know, got anything. So it's like imagine NFTs if he, different. imagine if he. So with the NFTs, you could put royalties on it. So it's like let's say, to change that too. What the NFT royalties? The royalties, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's crazy. Right now, every time you sell one, yeah. the yeah. original owner gets get, a piece gets a royalty, yeah. whatever you set. So yeah. it's like let's say temporary. Let's say Basquiat would have sold that painting that sold for hundred million when he originally had. Did it? Let's say he put a ten percent royalty on it. Mm-hmm. So that means when it mm. would have sold for hundred million, his estate would have got ten million dollars, right? And then mm. when it because it's gonna go up, it's gonna sell for two hundred million eventually. Mm-hmm. When it sells for two hundred million, now his estate gets twenty million, as opposed to him making all of this great art, and, selling it once, and then and never it. never getting paid for anything, and I you know his family you probably never received any money from what yeah. he has. Like you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that, especially from the, from an art standpoint. That's something that's extremely beneficial as well. Yeah, that's mm. that's how you start seeing all those those pictures appreciate like to numbers. You're like, how does this even make sense? Yeah. Like, they set the floor price at a certain number, then I buy it, then it becomes more rare because there's only one of them, and mm-hmm. then it just keeps going up. And, then and every time who created the original is getting paid every time it gets sold. And there was like, that physical component it's like that selling came records, with it. like some like, of them. Uh, some yeah. of them came with a lifetime lifetime of the show. Like if I'm a, if I'm a certain there was a band that did I can't remember which one it was but there was a band who had an NFT and any anybody who owned the NFT now had a golden ticket to go to every show that these guys did yeah mm. period like for life as long as you, you own it incentives on yeah. top there was most yeah. of the the good ones with the artists came with some kind of incentive they didn't mm. talk about that the art was the yeah. more popular piece mm. like the, the the moment or whatever was more tan- yeah. was if, more if you're a super piece. fan of a of an artist and that's something that you like I, you do it. Yeah, right. Like yeah, if it's absolutely. a lifetime, it's like buying band. CDs yeah. back in the days, we monetize fandom. Exactly. Right. It's I mean, like if somebody wanted to buy NFT and they they get to sit in on the on the on the podcast. Right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what is that worth to you? Mm-hmm. Somebody might say five hundred. Mm-hmm. Somebody might say five thousand. Somebody might pay fifteen thousand. You don't know what somebody's willing to pay for an experience. You, you know what's crazy? That's the math, math. Look, look. This is why we don't do live shows. No, but <laughs> I know you're talking Soon to too, come. but it's funny because when math interviewed La, La Russell, that's yeah, our guy, that's my right? God. That's yeah. our guy. And yeah. Russell's talked about, and this is sort of in the yeah. same space yeah, where he yeah. says. When he sells his ticket for shows, it's not a certain price point. It's five dollars right. and whatever the hell yeah. you think it's one, it's one dollar. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's that's the real proud to pay. Pay what you want. He really yeah. has a proud to pay. Like if you want to support me for a dollar, you can. If you want to support me for five hundred, you can. Exactly. Right. And so it how was, much is it worth to you? Exactly. And so like when we sat down with the campaign, I started. Thinking, I'm like, this is this is pretty brilliant. And most people are like, well, aren't most people going to pay a dollar? Yeah, some are. But then you're going to get a guy like me or Shadi. Or anybody in this room say, you know what? I like this kid. He's brilliant. I'm going to pay $500 for that show. That's a fact. Right. Right? Now you take the average of that. You take the 500 plus the 20 people 
the average ticket might be $77, but he's getting paid the entire 77. Exactly. Right. He ain't got to break it off with nobody. He's not paying Less the venue, team. right? Less he's not paying the commissions on the venue. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not splitting mm-hmm. anything. His average ticket price uh, is $77. Somewhere somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Offset somewhere. Not for this. Well, there's probably operating costs. And but, but that's all coming through him. Yeah, that's all that he, he, right. is he, the op- he, he is the operating He creates the platform. But that whole thing, I feel like, um, Ryan Leslie created it first. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, Ryan yeah. Leslie. Yeah. Ryan Leslie, another genius. Another thing that yeah. LaRusso said that was actually super ill was he collects data. Everybody knows you got to collect data, right? Mm-hmm. Most people think collect data is email, Emails. phone number. But he's collecting like detailed data to know like who his supporters are, what they have, what resources he has. So he's like, when he goes out of, show, out of state or out of the country to do a show, He's getting offered like mansions from his supporters. Right. But how many supporters do you have that you don't even know? Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, you don't know what they will be willing to offer you. They mm. might be offering you a okay. private plane, but you're just not connected enough to even have Again, that level that, of awareness. That, that was part of Brian Leslie's um, situation. He actually could, could pinpoint where his fans were, what size venue to, 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 to mm-hmm. book so that he could throw a show there and then send out a text, yeah. mass text to all of them saying, I'm going to be here tonight. He, he had that, he taught us a valuable lesson about having less is more. Right. Right? Like, I don't yeah. need to sell a million albums. If I sell 40,000 at the price points I have, it, I'm going to make more than a person who sells a million. Because they're going to play the labels. You know what I'm saying? They're going to play. That's Nipsey. Nipsey yeah. Touch Same. Shout out to Nipsey. Yeah. Shout yeah. out yeah. to uh, uh, Nipsey. Our good brother on this side, Rock Marciano. Rock does that. Right? For $1,000 mixtape. You know, a mixtape yeah. for whatever amount of money. It's all about that, but that was ultimately, I think that was part of the downfall of the NFT in itself. It became what somebody put, what what value you thought it was. A weird monkey face. What's it worth to? Might be worth something. Bro, I feel like that was a whole scam. Like the monkey face is like, but, but, no, but you know, no, no, think, think, think. That's think. why it's depreciated I over think somebody, time. I think somebody, I'm saying, like, monkey, you bought this for how much? I think somebody <laughs> managed to take, take advantage of a hype beast. It's like, human, it's, there's it's, always hype beast. It's human nature. Like you said, the tulip craze, like, it's, it's formal. Fear of missing out. Now, right. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, out. you don't even know what, so, like, let's say, like, you selling this bottle of water, right? To you, this bottle of water is probably worth a dollar, two dollars. But now, you pay $100 for this bottle of water. Then I go on Instagram and then I make a post and say somebody, I just made $1,000 off this bottle of water. Before you know it, somebody's willing to pay $500,000 for this bottle of water because you psychologically, <laughs> you're just looking at it completely different now. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's like a girl, like you might not think the girl's attractive, but the, the drug dealer, that's his girlfriend, it raises a value. Absolutely. Then the ball player, and then it's like, you start to question yourself. Yeah, yeah, Who did it? They was they were selling air. And you know what well, that was it? actually a real investment because they needed to breathe. That that was in <laughs> uh, China. Yeah. Was, oh, I thought it was Swedish air. They put it in the they, well, they, 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 they were selling it in China. China. I remember that yeah. story. The Al- they yeah, but in Vegas, you go to Vegas, you can get air. Yeah, no, they Flavored actually needed it. Because it was polluted. The air in China is polluted. But they were selling air for like twenty dollars a bottle. I mean, what's it worth? What's it worth to you? How you that's, manage it, right? Yo, bro, that's when it all comes down to. How you got it? What's it worth to you? What's it worth to you? What are you willing to? What's it worth to you? Or what's it worth to others? Well, I mean, because that what is worth to others is going to determine what's worth yeah, to you. Yeah, supply, yeah supply and demand. 
No. Most of the time. That NFT, that's what it was. Right. But there's a reason why some of us didn't buy in it. Like, there's, that's why I said hype beast. If you're a hype beast, that makes perfect sense. That's what you do. You go for the hype. I understand that completely. But if you're not a hype beast, if well, you just march. Well, most, most human nature, most people are. No. That's just human nature, right? If I see an advertisement on Instagram, my timeline, 10 times in one day, and it's saying the same shit. It's saying, I bought this bottle of water for a dollar <laughs> on, on, from this warehouse, and I'm selling it for $20 that's on Amazon. That's exactly what you have I'm going to be like, word? Yep. yep. Oh, shit. What's Let me create an Amazon they, account. They, Let me sell, it's gonna be selling his, water. It's that picture of him selling the bottle is going to yeah. turn into his profile. Then it's his profile. His, right. Then it's Khaled's profile. And, and then they're going to show the receipt. They're going to look. Yeah, I made $800 I did it. off this bottle of water. Then you're going to look. In like, less than two hours. You're the only idiot that's not making money. You right. gotta do it. Right. No, but by the time but, you jump in, it's too it's late. Over. Well, right. That's what, that's what happens. But 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 knowing global statistics, that's 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 a important thing. Like you could have something that's in excess over here, but it's needed someplace else, but it's cheap here. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. I mean and, I'm, just, I'm talking about the power of marketing, man. Like Marketing messaging is like the nucleus of business. Yeah. It's the fucking Most DNA of that shit, bro. Because the more you see it, the more you believe it, and the more you're going to buy into it. And like again, I, you got to see it on multiple platforms just as well. Mm-hmm. Right. It has to get, hit you from different angles. angles. But it don't hit you yeah. from an angle. Only it's one angle, you still don't believe it yet. Shit, right. it's got think about, you, think like, about what it took for FUBU to blow up. Think about who you saw it on before you was like, Absolutely. yo, he got that? Oh, shit. That shit. I mean, it was- Well, it was, it was a different time, too, because now this, this is different. I mean, but that's that's mm-hmm. part of that's my social point. social media should be different. It, you mm-hmm. did it without social media. We were on the block, and mm-hmm. we saw FUBU. I was out running around begging. <laughs> <laughs> what did you start with? What did you guys start with? I had uh, hat and a t-shirt and another t-shirt. And but collectively, was somebody like, oh, we got this bread, like- how much? Bro, it's my brand. What well, Dame started the hat with? He wasn't here for this part. Good. Oh, so Dame started the hat, right? He told me some number. I should, nah, whatever, nigga. Still arguing, right? He ain't even here. You beefing? Yeah, whatever. whatever so, so I, I, I give him five. So we basically started with like five, six, whatever. Five, five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah. Five thousand. yeah. And when did it start to become influential? Was it, was it when you started putting on artists? Yeah, or did it start like in the hood and then nah, nah, went out I think, from I, there? It was definitely artists. It was definitely artists. Because we would go to every set and just mm-hmm. stand there and be like, yo, can you please wear it? Can you please wear it? Can you please wear it? And after mm-hmm. a minute, too. It's gorilla had marketing. to have it. Yeah. I had to have, I remember but that. but I think the key was not necessarily just that; it was pre-marketing, like letting people see it, but they can't get it. Let people the see exclusivity, it, but you can't get it. Let right. people mm-hmm. see, it, but you can't get it. And then finally, now you can get it. We opened it up everywhere. Boom. Yeah. How did what? it? How did? What was? What started the decline? When did you see? Because you said to yourself, nothing stays on top forever. Yeah. When did um, you start to start to see the, the decline? decline? Was. Yeah. For me, I mean, my other partners will probably give you some other answer, but I'm going to give you my answer. My answer to decline was the fact that I tried to always keep it premium, premium, mm-hmm. at least somewhat premium, and then you could still get some pieces, you know, uh, moderate or mm-hmm. even whatever, right? But we started, we saw so much money in discounted discounters, 
you know, TJ Maxx, things like that, to the mm-hmm. point that they were giving us so much orders that they were like, we like, shit, Let's go this, this way. money's good. And we started designing for them. And then the, the, the bottom dropped, mm-hmm. the market dropped, all that. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, so now I can't make what I want to make anymore. I can't make it with the bells and whistles. I got to knock it down and strip it. Now everything became discount. So after a while, like my mama got it, my dog got it, my my you know the neighbor got it, the lawn dude got it, everybody got it. Now it's like eh, and perception became and reality. And then old then as you, the kid got older, right? He doesn't want to wear what his mama wore or his daddy wore. He want to mm-hmm. do his own thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole cycle. I mean, and that was honestly, I can't front. That should hurt. But like, uh, let me ask you. I should hurt. I, I work all these time, all these years. Building, I, I, I had no kids. Since I had no kids, no girl, nothing running around. A girl here and there, but like I didn't get married. I didn't do none of that shit because I'm so devoted to my business. Mm-hmm. And for you, I, I, my life is devoted to you. I'm I'm giving everything up for you, for us buyers. And you hitting me with the, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's but isn't that? But do do you feel like that? That's your fault. Because y'all, because y'all seen the amount of money that was coming into the business based off of it being a discounted price. No, no, no. I don't necessarily think it's the fault. I just think it's that, you know. Again, you, it was, it was. Everybody wanted it, mm-hmm. so you had to do it on a different level. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you met the demand. I had to meet the demand. What separated you from Gucci? Everybody wants Gucci. Well, it was a higher. It was a higher. Yeah. And so uh, I, let me ask you because well, why not? Why not go in that direction? Luxury up. Yeah, you just said it. Everybody well, wanted it. No, but yeah, everybody again, can't get Gucci. Everybody wants Gucci, but everybody yeah. can't get it. Exactly my point. So but why not go in that direction? Because because, because 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 it's for us by us, and how do you be for us by us? Yeah. You can't give. How many of us can afford the luxury? Right. Or well, not even you can afford it because we afford Gucci, right? But how many of us are willing to support us at a luxury level? At a luxury level, zero. Zero, uh, really zero. The only one. The only one nowadays. Yeah. Zero. Who's done it? Um, nowadays zero. Virtual, yeah, no, virtual but, did it. Now. No, yeah. but just, no, 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 no. See, no, see, no, see. No, I always, I always yeah. when they bring and up Christian a virtual, Louboutin I, I black also. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but you talking about with off white, off white, off white, off white, off white. He's probably the only one in our culture. Slightly, like I said, because Christian Louboutin is black, but nobody even knows that. But Virgil. He was able to do a very high-priced item as a well-known black designer, and people championed it. Well, but in it our was- days, when we did the Fat Albert, that shit was very expensive. Mm-hmm. So we did that as well. So I, I commend him for that. The Fat yeah. Albert, was, was it expensive? Was it expensive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah, I remember trying to go. I tried. No, it? I couldn't afford These it. These are the, uh-huh. in the days of Iceberg. The iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. damn near yeah. price of Iceberg. Iceberg Coogee. had Snoopy. Yeah. Well, let me Coogee. ask you this. They have Fat Albert. Mickey Mouse, yo, people was robbing everything for, for Mickey oh, Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goofy, I got to get out of my Mickey Mouse Iceberg. I asked Dapper Dan this question, and I said, why is it that black brands always have time limits on it. Like, it'd be like, Carl Kanai's hot for five years, or FUBU's hot for 10 years, or, you know, Sean when- Jones, same thing. Ralph mm-hmm. Lauren is forever. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, like, I, I it's a staple, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even Nordica, Nordica's not the most popular brand, so, or Tommy Hilfiger's well, not the well, most popular brand it, right now, but it's still it's still here. My guess would be, it's because it's marketed through either artists who careers 
fade or trends of the time. Definitely a part of it. That pass on. Again, because again, if, if you if you a rapper, sorry, if no, you a rapper, I always tell these rappers they come in talking about I want to do a line. You're hot. When you're hot, yeah, you can sell anything. Mm-hmm. You can sell water to Eskimo or whatever the hell that shit that water. <laughs> Ice to an Eskimo. Ice, yeah. No, 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 fucking water. Fucking. You know what? Fine. Fine. <laughs> like, I see why Damon's always. I'm on Damon's side. Right. No, I'm saying, no, but I'm, I'm, I said it to say it dumb because it's just dumb how right. we do what each mm-hmm. other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you hot, they on you. And then when you're not hot, they don't care anymore. And that's fucked up. But that's with us. Not just that. it's that's not, not with all these other brands. That's Stop saying that shit. It's I saw, so fucked up. I saw Look a dude on television selling selling a, a, a holy cloth, bro. And if you wipe your face with it, you wipe your sins away. Like <laughs> oh, it's God. it's anybody who who buys into the hype of anything. You know what I'm saying? But like, why can't we have a a, a legacy? Fashion brand. brand. I keep going that's back to the question. Right. I keep but we have the same thing. Yeah. Let's start one. No, I'm saying, yeah, we can. But I'm just saying, it hasn't, to this point, all of the brands have had short runs compared to the white brands that have had. Right. So well, when you think about it, about 50 years ago, we didn't have no brands. Right? So was, was it the mission statement that, that kept you from being the Gucci of that time? Because you wanted to keep it for us, by us? Is that what... I don't think Gucci's a good comparison. It, I'm only saying it because everybody knows it and everybody still buys it, and they don't have dips and recessions but, and they don't go out of who, stock. But that's so that's that's another conversation I asked that. But then why can't we have any black-owned luxury? Because there's really no black-owned luxury brand. But why does it have yeah. to be luxury? Well, his why, his his argument is why not? Why not though? Yeah, why, why not? not? Well, here's yeah. my point. Why not? Why, I see why, the same thing. Why, so, why not? No, but here's my point. Why can't it just be? It's just a black brand and it's here. You know what I'm saying luxury no. as far as high priced because we we got. But those. why do we always have to look at the high price and thinking that's the that's the value? Because we wear our wealth. That's yeah. That's the mindset. The mindset is the mindset is well. Like, that's part of the problem, right? Well, the mindset is like if I have on luxury, I'm a, I'm coming from I'm, I'm wealthy, right. right? That's just how we look at things. Mm-hmm. Like why right. you wear, why we why have diamonds? Yeah, or why why are we wrapping unless it's your birthstone, right? I totally get. Yeah, it. why have yeah, diamonds? Completely. Unless it's okay. All right. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to have a high price. You don't want to have a high price item, mm-hmm. but it, it it turns into this now, where you a couple of like when we first started, you say I'm wearing Fubu, but I'm the only person in here wearing Fubu. Is I'm it? With that. I, I, I would, I would totally I wear one of these. Is it? Is it? Is it that we can't? Is it that you don't want to take advantage of the fact that you know your people wear high price items? Do you, do, would you feel bad if you because did that? Because if I turn around and put it at that price, they'd be like, "Yo, man, what the? Why you make it so high? I can't afford it." So black, so damn if I not? do, and I'm damn if I don't. Well, why not? I think that's what I'm asking. Do you hear a price? I think that we mess up a lot. You know what I'm saying? Trying to to mix culture and morality with business. Oh God, that's hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. But are you fearing a backlash? Do you think because you because Fubu is such a public face, right? We 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 had this discussion before when we were talking about Diddy. Mm-hmm. Diddy doesn't do anything different than a lot of other executives do in that business. But because you know him, because you know his face, you're able to villainize him. 
But we only villainize him because artists have, have villainized yeah, him. That's, 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 but then they recant their yeah, statements some, later on. Like, that's just pointed it out. That's because, no but hold, hold, hold. No, no, no. Stop. But that's because he became the brand. He became synonymous with Bad Boy. But Jay-Z, who, Jay-Z synonymous with Rockefeller. Yeah, right. people come at him too. But, but not the same way that they come at Diddy. But Alan Grumblatt is known for, it has a ill reputation as far as E1 is concerned. And people don't come at him the same way. And that's what I'm trying to get to. But I think I think... I'd be interested in your opinion on this um, for fashion or anything. Where you start at is very important. It's extremely difficult to start medium priced right. and then go up. Right. Right. In you got to trickle down. Yeah. It's right. easier to trickle start down. high and go yes. low. Yes. So that's why I like when Balenciaga does the collaboration with Adidas, it sells out because they're looking at it like they're getting a discount on Balenciaga. Or like when H and M used to do it, they used to do it with Vera Wang. Oh, they used to do it with Target. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh, I can get this shirt that's usually five hundred dollars for a hundred dollars, even though the shirt probably should only cost twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. They're looking at it like they're getting a discount, as oh, opposed to having something that starts at fifty and then trying to go to Saks Fifth. Yeah. Like is that is that? Not, no, I saw works. a blank T-shirt in a Mary the other day, and I laughed. How much was it? It was blank. Five, How much was it? I didn't even look at the blank. I knew the shit was just off. But I was like, I was like, but this is blank. There's nothing around. But you know what though? Before we go too far, I want to hear that answer. Because I feel like Ralph has did that, right? Like Ralph Ralph had Ralph Lorenz, right? But then he acceded to Purple Label. But he started a new brand with Purple Label. Yeah, I'm saying he went up with it. Rebranded. Again, again, you have to start. You have to be high end and you go down. You can't trickle. You can't go up. Mm-hmm. You can't start the two ninety nine and go up. It's never going to work. So another brand, maybe another. You could another do a diffusion brand, brand mm-hmm. but it it will not be your brand. It'll be some other shit that you you know what I'm saying. So like you, we you like we have like Kuji percent. Kuji's price point is way higher than than Boo's price point. It's a whole different thing. Right. You know we've had freaking we've had little booties line, like we've had a lot of people. So mm-hmm. we've had. Puffy came to us wanting to, you know, to to asking us, hey, he wants to do a line. We we could have probably did a deal with him, but I guess it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so, glad it didn't work out because I'm glad that what he went up and did because we need more people in that business. We need right. more people. Yeah. Right. Space. The Maybe. price the price voice thing is 110 percent correct, and that goes along all forms of business. That's a fact. Not just clothing or whatever, because even in the publication business, we charge a high price point. And we have more consumers buying the high price point magazine than than there's other there's other brands that sell at lower price points, but they don't have as much volume as we have in sales. So Make I was, sure your stuff isn't trash if you try that. Though. Yeah, don't do that because I'm gonna shoot you down. <laughs> but um, that's the whole that's the key of it. When we first started the publication in the publication business behind the wall, I was like, I was telling my partner like, Yo, bro, why don't we just charge like fourteen ninety nine a magazine? He was like, No, fuck that. You're charging twenty two eighty eight plus five dollars shi- five dollars shipping handling. But is that perceived like, value? Fucking... Huh? Is that perceived value? What does yeah. that mean? Yeah, I think I, definitely perceived value. Meaning how I okay. So for instance, say I make this right. I make this. I make this. I make this. I look at it and I say, hmm, how much do I think I can get for that? I already know my cost, mm. so I know what I got to get for it. I know what my market was going to be already, but I may even make it higher than that because I know a perceived value. That, that oh, absolutely, right. absolutely. We had to train a consumer, yeah, because the consumer, yeah. Under, yeah. The, uh, the consumer has a certain amount of money they make, right, in the institution they're in. So we already understood that, but we also understood that when there's something you don't have access to, 
mm-hmm. information, you're willing to pay a higher price point based off the information that you're giving. Again, what's right. filling a void in the market. Or just being able to stunt on your <clears throat> stunt on your bunkie with a more expensive magazine. Yeah, that <laughs> looks way better. I got that. Stunt on your bunkie. You got, got that $10 <laughs> shit over there. <laughs> What's the I'm difference like, between a 4.0 <laughs> and a 4.6? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why I agree with what you're saying. Like, I feel like if you if, if y'all brothers was to say, okay, there's a void in the market in fashion somewhere. We're OGs in this game now. We understand the market, we understand how it evolved, yada, yada, yada. If we came out with a premium line, maybe if you called this something different, it doesn't matter, right? And you said, this is the price points and we stick into it. We know all the artists already. We're connected with these people, with that, with that person. Put this on. It's Yo, not, not put this on. If it was that simple. Yeah, it's just, you gotta think. Like I said, the only black person that's ever been able to do it is Virgil. So Virgil only, had it. That's Virgil what I'm had saying. A up. Like he had a, he had a leg up. But I mean, he had tremendous legs. Like, but I'm just saying. Yeah, still, I'm I don't agree with this, man. You're gonna yeah. Wait, Sorry. You're gonna it can be done. I don't agree with that. Be, man. Oh, it can be done because, because bro, it's like, difficult. nobody's saying it can't be done. It's just difficult, though. Just yeah, saying well, well, fuck it's it. Worth doing. You gotta get it done. You know what I'm saying? Now that's the bottom line for me. That it's worth doing. That's it's, why I keep coming back to it. I believe it's worth. But doing. the work, the worth, the worth doing is 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 an interesting phrase to use because it's like, okay, worth doing. Just saying it's worth doing is worth doing until you actually have to put the resources and and put yeah. your money that's out. Just and market because, it's the shiny object. How <laughs> this shit got shiny? How <laughs> yeah. do you make a high end piece? Yeah. What and how many are you going to sell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just may not make any goddamn sense. Well, the only reason I'm saying that is because yeah. you have the experience. You're uh, not like somebody that just walked in and you're like, you were just born yesterday. You were OG in this. No, like, I could, yeah. I could you made make, millions could of dollars off of this already. Expensive. Again, we have suits. Right. Nice. Mm-hmm. Really nice. We make them the same factories that everybody else makes in that. Right. You know, all the high-end stuff. Same factories. But we don't sell them for that price. Mm. You know, we sell them where at least it's it's... You know, affordable. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. sounds like a moral decision. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it, yeah. Okay, if I, want, if, I wanna, if I want to, if I talk, if I want to give you a political answer, yes. But part of it is I can't get any more for it because mm-hmm. they don't see me that like that anymore. Yeah, I, I just thought of this now because like I yeah, it came up in a time where brick and mortar was super important. Right. I mean, There's no brick and mortar. Right, Where are you so, going to sell it at? Yeah. So like, right, it, right. is, is going to sell it online? That's what I'm asking. How you going to buy a, a yeah. $2,000, $4,000, $5,000 dollars suit online? Well, what if you came up with a way where, where you have a tailor person come to the person's crib? Right. Okay. The whole thing, the whole thing, yeah, I know, no. I know, yeah. listen, listen, That's I know time. it costs bread and all of that, but my thing is that everything in, in life right now since I've been home is about convenience. That's all people care about. How yeah. quick can they get it? And how efficient it is. Okay. And can Do I stun on other people with it? Okay. Exactly. Okay. How, okay. how scalable is that though, right? But, but how scalable has, is that? If he has a thousand customers, you got a thousand tailors? But then two, when no. you wait, but it's when about you, how you organize you ever, it, how have, you structure have, it. Have, Listen, have this day just purchased. If you put them on a waiting list, so I'm saying have you ever purchased because it's so exclusive. Like damn, I gotta wait two months to get my shit tailored. Have you ever purchased a custom suit? Yes, I have. Okay. Since I know how when you get it on, it put the muslin, do all that little stuff. And then, what if the shit don't work? It don't. It don't. I have. Right. I have experienced that it didn't. That work. It happens. 
right. happens mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So now that person, the customer's always right. I got to go back. Do now it, it costs me double now. What? Mm-hmm. Cost me double. It's just not feasible. I got you. Mm-hmm. I understand. We we missed one point that I I kind of wanted to get back to because we were going over what it takes to unify. We were talking about how some of these things don't work. Some some of the people you put in place don't work. How you guys manage to squash conflicts between you and Damon. How you manage to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you're looking for the person who you you you're filtering the people that you hire. Bad hire, good hire, et cetera, et cetera. How you guys manage to Keep your circle small so you don't have to deal with that as much. But you brought up something when he was talking about arguing with David. Chain of command, respect, reverence, but making an executive decision. We don't have a lot of people who are suited to do those kind of things. Matt talks all the time about having a rebellious streak and how we go against the grain and how it's our nature to go against the grain. Yeah. Most people who are going to be entrepreneurs... People don't want to admit it, man. They just, they just like the handicap, bro. They just like the handicap, man. Whenever somebody starts talking about, oh, you know, we never get it together, just excuses. Yeah, come oh, no, on, I'm not man. sure. I'm not sure if that's a handicap versus just reality. I'm just going off the examples it's, that they it's can. Not, it's not reality. It's so just a the, matter of time, what's your, bro. What's your, what's your question? The question? The question is, how do we get past that? Past how what? Do, how do we get past that mentality? What mentality? The mentality of get it quick and don't do the work that it takes to get there. To not to not shine the shiny object. Well, I think that it should just come like that. I think, um, Matthew, dirty minded mother. <laughs> it's, 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 bro, you do you don't have like sixteen pauses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just leaving you alone. Be- like you in the chair, I'm like, you know, making the chair. I'm just like, think we be immature. I'm bro. Go ahead, bro. It's about once again, it goes back to leadership, mm-hmm. right? It goes back to leadership, and most people follow. Most people need some level of leadership. Right. Mm-hmm. Very few people can just figure it out on their own. Even leaders need to follow leaders on a certain level. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as a leader, it's your responsibility and your job to do as you say, to show them. This is what it is. This every single day. This is what it takes. This is what it takes. This is what it takes. And then that becomes part of the work culture. Mm. You, know, you always hear these companies talking about culture. The culture mm. of Apple, the culture right. of Microsoft. That's the that's work culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that you have to learn discipline. Like, you know, I learned it from playing basketball. Like, you know, playing I play basketball pretty much every single day from twelve to twenty-two. So every day. I'm doing the same thing every single day, working out, going to teams, traveling, AAU, going to college. Like, you realize that you don't, nothing happens overnight. That's mm-hmm. discipline. That's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So now it's easy to transition that to business or to anything else because you already have that level of discipline and work ethic. If you don't have that already, you have to learn that. You have to develop it. You have to develop it. But like, you develop it from being in a group with like minded people that's all doing the same thing, that's all on the same accord. And that's, you know, they're looking for leadership from the person that's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then that becomes like, okay, this is what we're doing, right? It's just like it's like the military. Like, you know, when you go in the military, everybody's on board, all the soldiers, you're waking up at five o'clock in the morning because 
you know, the general and the drill sergeant, and they, it's a chain of command. They're giving orders, but you following the orders that they're giving you because they're implementing what they've actually, and you know that the tradition has already been set. This is the precedent. Don't go against this. Mm-hmm. If you do go against this, you're going to be kicked out. That's the kind of, you know, same level of camaraderie that has to be done. So anybody that's that's has an issue with that, you got to look at the top first. Mm. Look at the top ranks. It's true with anything. It could be in the streets, like you know what I'm saying, as far as criminal organization, gang, whatever. Like mm-hmm. if the if the top leadership is faulty, the whole everything's gonna fall apart. If the top leadership is on point, look at the Black Panthers. They was organized, they was disciplined. That's because the leadership, when the leadership started to have issues, everything fell apart. I think one word you missed in that whole thing, and I, I really appreciate what you just said, but I think when one word is missed, it's called respect. Mm. And I think we, you know, again, we're having con- conversation, we're having dialogue, we're not having discourse. Because you don't have discourse. You have discourse when you don't respect each other. Mm-hmm. And we all come from all walks of life, we all who we are. And when you walk in a room, you walk in a room, I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Right. It doesn't matter that I've done what I've done. It don't matter if you've done what you've done, but we respect each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we could just always talk back and forth and not, not, there's no problem. And I think that's the part that is always missed. And us. As you understand, yeah, yo? <laughs> you understand? <laughs> 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 show a little bit of respect. Shout out to Yayo, man. Shout I love that guy. MSG, Madison Square Gardens. Get that out of the way. Shout out to y'all. No, no, you guys, you guys got the, the show. Yeah, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, we talk a lot about investing. We talk, you know, we have a show called Market Mondays where a lot of people have, have turned to us when you talk about leadership and you talk about leading by example when they want to get education about investing. Um, so, you know, we've took the show on the road. We did the Apollo uh, last Thanksgiving, sold that mm. out. Uh, we went to Houston, the Lobby Center, we sold that out. Nice. And mm. so we came back home one more time uh, to do MSG. So we're going to be doing the uh, MSG uh, at the Hulu Theater, you know, mm-hmm. plan to sell that out again. Um, mm-hmm. We, we bring in what we call edutainment. And a lot of times you, you go, yeah. A lot of times you, you Shout go out to KRS One. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You you go to events, man, and you're really bored by what you're seeing. And a lot of times you take nothing away from it, and you kind mm-hmm. of wonder why you even went. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so we've kind of flipped the head on that, man. We, we we've done it with a flair. We've done it with swag. We've done it with fashion. We've done it with a sense of like pride for our community, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody's right. finally talking to us. Somebody's finally representing us in a way that we right. can understand, that is digestible, that we can take and we can apply. And so people are doing that at a, at a different rate. That's why I said it's a financial revolution because people are really applying it and it's really changing it and they're really making money. And so we're coming to take over MSG, man, uh, this Sunday, November 27th. It's going to be an, a night to remember. We got, uh, you want to tell who we got? Yeah, we tell, got Tell them who we got. Who you got? Um, Tom Peebles, billionaire real estate developer who's black. Nice. Um, who every y'all people's yeah dumb yeah. people that's my yeah. guy yeah. yeah yeah people like that like See, money knows money yeah. <laughs> yeah. no time at all yeah. I do oh, yeah. Mario yeah. Van yeah. 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 yeah we got Don Peoples we got uh Peter Tuckman he's a he's a wizard on Wall Street he's been on Wall Street for like twenty years they call him Einstein on Wall Street um we have my guy Jada Kiss will be performing no, nice. we got the, nice. the champ Top Floyd five. Floyd Money Mayweather we gonna have a conversation cool. with him so. It's going to be a mix of entertainment, education, inspiration, motivation. So definitely pull up if you're in town. Sure. Mars. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Jay, what's cracking? Oh, man. Forest Vibes Network. That's all I got to talk about. <laughs> now, we, we might want to have to get you over. Get you over, but you know, we'll wait for your deal to be the end of that. <laughs>
You said foil foil bias network. Yeah, yeah. You mean streaming service? Yeah, yeah. Streaming service. Yeah. Oh, dope. Like yeah. you, you for music and right. uh, yeah, you gotta talk. I, spill it out a little bit more, oh, man. No, bro. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Listen, for the last year and a half, me and my guy, come on, come on, man, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my partner, my partner, my partner. People ask me got, for money got, when they see me. I got two partners. I got two partners. That's one. Mm-hmm. That's Rush, and I got another guy that's crazy when it comes to writing scripts. Oh my god, he's crazy! So we got mm-hmm. we just filmed like year and a half. We was filming. We have four series. We got five reality shows. Mm-hmm. We got movies. We got scripted. We got like, we got tons of stuff coming out. So mm-hmm. starting next month, right? Yeah, next month. Okay. So we got a whole slate of stuff coming out. We're about to take over. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, nice man, congratulations! Buy us on the low. See, I like we how gotta you, talk. y'all. Movies is definitely something I want to get back into. Evolution, right there. Yeah. Um, if someone gave you guys fifty thousand dollars right now, <laughs> Marty Bird, how much? How much you think you could flip it into after a year? So, um, language is, is important. And uh, the word flip. Flip. I knew he was gonna. I knew he was gonna say that. I knew he was gonna say that. Right, 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 Cause I was right, like, right. I was like, oh, right, right. oh, that's not a good word. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, okay, no, right, but cool. it goes back to the mindset thing, right? And it, right. It's, it's extremely important to understand. This goes back to that what you said, the hustler and the get rich quick. And when you, when you start to have that thing, that's that's when you do things that might not necessarily be in the best interest or. You start to buy NFTs that you don't even understand. Right. Our thing is to make intelligent investments. Right. Those investments might not increase in a year, mm. but in 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years, it's, it's going to be way more than what you originally put it into, right? 15, you said 15, <laughs> 20. I'm just saying, like a long term <laughs> yeah. perspective. Like, right. So, so, but so basically, you have to be stable and have capital to, to, to be a part of uh, of that field. Well, no, I'm just saying as far as you can trade too, right? right? So there's two parts to this question. Investing is a long-term game. You put money in. Now you could potentially get money short. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could you could double your money, but you're not I'm, looking at it like that. Uh-huh. Then you have more short-term plays where it's like you're trading. Right. Right? You're day trading stocks or you Swing you know trade. day trading crypto. Now right. That is more complicated because that's something that you're actually dedicating all of your time to. Right. Now you can do that, but understand that that's a skill set. And like any other skill set, it takes time to perfect that. Mm-hmm. It takes years to perfect that. Mm-hmm. Reason why I'm saying that, I'm not just giving you a fluff answer, but it's important for people to understand this because you don't want to have false levels of expectations. Right. And we don't want to sell you a pipe dream. Right. Like, yo, you put 50 in, you're going to have 200,000 next year. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make that promise. I want, right. I'd rather tell you something that is realistic, or even under deliver on my, on my promise to you, so that way you'll have a better understanding of what it's going to take, and not it's not a get rich quick thing. You don't mm. build wealth overnight, but right. it is something that you can do over the long term if you're disciplined and you do things on a consistent basis. All right, 
So again, if you have the knowledge of, of, of all this stuff, there's got to be a rate of return that you know, like, listen, we ain't never going down, right? We so, ain't never going down. It, it, nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like, yo, is, it, is there a possibility? Yeah. I want to know this. Is there a possibility that y'all might go broke one day? What do you call it? The that's not that. That's just, um, the possibility oh, that happens is very low. But right. if we talk about rates IPO. of return, oh. when, when we talk about indexes, right? So if you, oh. if you talk about, let's say, S and P or Nasdaq, these are indexes that have a bunch of companies in them, mm-hmm. right? So the Nasdaq is a bunch of technology companies. S and P has five hundred companies that pretty make up a, a large portion of the market, right? right? And then you have the Dow Jones. Most people know just the Dow Jones. That's thirty companies. Right. And so if you invest in one of those indexes, chances are. On an average, the return is what six percent on average, right? Six, so six percent. Yeah, but if you take an outlier year like this year, you're gonna say like, "Yo, well, Troy, you told me six percent. Well, mm-hmm. Nasdaq is down thirty percent this year, but yeah, when it was th- during the pandemic, it was up about thirty percent back to back, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to start averaging these things out. That's why he's talking about from a long term perspective. If you're looking at it from one year like this one, this is an outlier, right? We're in a recession, or we had it one one for sure. Right. But we know one thing that happens after the recession is that the market increases over time. And so if you're looking at it from a standpoint, I got 50, this is probably the best time to invest it because you know, on average, 77% of the time, the market's going to go, go up. Back. Right? Go back up. If you look at the 100-year span in the market, 77% of the time it's going to go up. So if I'm looking at a recession right now, I'm like, yeah, bet. I got 50. I mean, invested in companies that I know I'm already a consumer of. So right. and then to answer your question, question even, even further, so... Six percent is kind of that might be a little outdated. You could probably like do ten percent mm-hmm. like now over the course of time because the last twenty years has been better than you know the last fifty years. The, the stock market has been more you know aggressively going up. But let's say you own ten percent. Now the average person now to us, you know, ten percent is not any money because we never came for money, so we don't understand it. Ten percent mm-hmm. is not exciting to only somebody said this. Only broke people think that ten percent is a bad rate of return. Mm-hmm. When rich people, they jump through fire for 10%. Mm. But it's like, what is your alternative? Mm. Your alternative is to put the money in the bank and earn nothing. Point or zero, the alternative is to spend the money and now you're actually less than what you had. Right. Mm. So when you start to look at it from that standpoint, you realize that, okay, now let's say it's even 7%. Now 7%, that's not something to really you know do a backflip about. But 7% for 10 years, now you double your money. Right. So, mm-hmm. okay, now you say, okay, now mm-hmm. you you have a cash flowing business, you start a business. This is why it's, it goes hand in hand, right? You can't just invest because you need money to invest. So entrepreneurship is extremely important. Learning a skill, getting a high paying career is extremely important. So now you have a business, you have money coming in, you live below your means, mm-hmm. you have more disposable income, and then you consistently put money into investments. Yeah. Right. That's a strategy yeah. to mm. build wealth long term. Yeah. So that's the that's mm. that part that compounded interest. Mm-hmm. People hear about that, but they don't like that seven. You do that seven percent enough consecutive years. That money you're gonna be like, wow, this is a great investment. Even if the seven, if it's seven, compounded over time, twenty right. years, you're talking about you've really made money. Right. You see what I'm saying? But we we think of it like ah oh, seven. Yeah, it's, it's the law of 72. 7.2% over 10 years, you double your money. Every 10 years, you double your money. And that's just 7.2%. So what if you get 10%? I, I'll tell you why the hood don't mess with that. Most people don't know how long they're going to live. Uh, or you know, how long. Uh, you know what I mean? And sometimes they need it immediately. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always need so it immediately when you don't have money. When you're exactly. in survival mode, it's, there's two types of modes you're in in life. Survival mode and thrival mode. Most people in our community have never seen thrival mode. They only know survival mode mm-hmm. to the point where you don't even realize that you're in survival mode. Survival mode is when you're literally surviving. Right. Day to day. I need this money. I got to pay this bill. I got to pay my light bill. They're going to cut my, my, my gas. They're going to cut. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got I to gotta, I gotta move this money from here. I got to borrow money from him to pay her. That becomes so normalized, you don't even realize that. The problem with that is that you never have time to actually think. So when you're in thrival mode, life slows down. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like sports. I use a lot of sports analogies because I play sports, but it's like if you... The best basketball players, they say they, they see the game slow. Mm-hmm. They play slow. You start to see the game. You just rush around. Right. You can't even really function properly. Right. When, you, what, when you slow the game down, but even in boxing, it's like Floyd. Like He sees them. You slow the game down, now you can think. Now you can actually move more efficiently. Right. So it's not easy to go from survival mode to thrival mode. It's not, but it's possible. It's possible by putting together a plan. And sticking to the plan. This goes back to being disciplined. Mm-hmm. This all everything in life, like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Like you know what I'm saying? This is why it's important to you could you could tell a lot about a person by just watching them. Somebody's eating sloppy and they run around and they 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 just park in their car, however. That's not really somebody I really want to do business with because they don't have discipline in their life. First somebody getting up at 5 30, they doing burpees in the park, they meditating. Discipline. They're eating three meals a day. And no matter how much money they have, that shows character traits of somebody that is going to be successful because they already have that built in them. Quick right. question. How many of those things do you do? All of them. There it is. Mm. <laughs> I'm quiet. <laughs> One last question. Well, by demonstration. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad. When I, I speak you know, a lot of places. And I'll speak to kids, and the kids be like, yo, I don't think I'm going to live till tomorrow, right? And I'll hear that shit, man. They be like, no, no, you know, only live once. YOLO. YOLO. You only live once, yeah. right? Never you only know? live. And I'm like, yo, if you only live once, I mean, all right. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. So I said, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to come back tomorrow. If you're still here, don't ever say that shit again. Mm. Come back you tomorrow. You ever came back and they wasn't there? <laughs> Last question. What's the difference between a plain Jane and a bust down? What? Plain Jane. Mm-hmm. Plain Jane and a bust down. Yeah. From an investment standpoint? Or just in, in general? Or just in general. Just in general. A plain Jane. I mean, I, I know in general, but. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talk about watches because we look at them as an investment. Like, mm-hmm. I just showed him another. Was yeah. that yesterday? I, I, I got a uh, Daytona Rolex. It was $30,000, right? Mm-hmm. It is appreciated in a month by 205%. That is over $100,000 for the it watch. Watch the ship now. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And so we tell we always tell people, like, we don't we never touch the watches, right? If we're going to buy it with diamonds, if we're going to get it with diamonds, the factory's going to have them made with diamonds because we don't want it to depreciate. Right. When mm. you touch the watch, right, you devalue it. Right, and if you mm-hmm. devalue it, now it's not really an asset anymore. Yeah. I, we want to keep our things pristine. We want to make sure that over time they can be passed down to our kids. They can be assets that can be, if they have to sell it at some point, they can. Right. So, if you ever see us with something, just know it came straight from the factory because we're looking at it every time we buy something. It's like, all right, 
How can this be beneficial? How can right. it be a teaching point too? Right. right. So we see people out, and I, I was watching um on IG, and they had Quavo on there, and he's like, "Yo, I don't buy bus downs no more." Look how far we've That's come. influence. You know right. what I'm saying? That's, yeah. because that's, that's, because that's, the value increases. That's the power of information, right? Yeah. Now, now, he, now I got another educated. question. Yeah. You plan on selling your watch? Which one? The the, the Rolly? <laughs> you plan on selling it one day? Daytona? The Daytona? Yeah. Nah, my son really likes it. So, so you going to keep it? I might pass it down to him. So, so I'm going to keep this bust out, baby. I said, look good in the club. Nigga. Look good in the club. <laughs> but but, it, but it's, 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 all, it's all in the eye of the beholder, too, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, all in the eye of the beholder. Like, you know, um, one person's value is, another, is, is different from another person's value. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but one thing, going back to the discipline part of it, is, you know, when you start to become educated on watches, you know, people take watches real serious. Mm. And, you know, we, I wasn't educated on watches fully until recently. And I'm, and now that I'm starting to really understand like watches, like as an investment in different things nature, and you realize the real value of a watch is not in the gold or the diamonds or even how it looks. The real value in a watch is the movement. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And like this is the most complicated watch that Rolex makes, right? Because mm. it's three clocks in one. Now the average person just looks at it and just looks at the watch, right? Mm -hmm. But it's moving at an extremely complicated movement. I say that to say, going back to having your life, your life got to be like a, a complicated watch. Like it got to be moving extremely efficiently. Mm -hmm. if, if one thing is out, the whole thing is going to be out of order. Yeah, all the if cars. you got relationship issues, if you got bad diet, like mm -hmm. it's going to affect your business. Facts. Mm -hmm. It's going to affect your relationship with your son. It's going to affect like just one thing is going to throw off the whole movement of your, of your life. So it's, it's extremely important to try to have all of your, your, your things in your life. And it's never going to be perfect, but you got to work on it. Might have okay. to work on your relationship. Might have to work on your diet. Right. Might have to work on working out. Because if not, at some point in time, it's going to affect other parts. And then two, three, four, five, six, before you know it, your whole life is going to come crumbling down because of one thing was out of order. Mm. All right. So I got another question. Three successful black men. Um, are you with the same women? That you were with before you were successful. Yeah, I've been married ten years. Ten years. With my wife. Probably She's five, been five. with you since. I've, we've been together probably thirteen years. Married ten. Yeah, yeah. I'm part of the the point zero one percent of men. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm single. But yeah. that's but that's another part of entrepreneurship, right? It's mm -hmm. like you gotta tell the good and the bad if it's if it is bad. But it's like when you are so focused on one thing, it's hard to have a certain level of balance. She and just talked about that. Relationships mm -hmm. usually suffer. Yeah. Like they're not going two o'clock in the morning. Like every woman is not, every man or whatever your situation, they're not going to understand you coming home at three o'clock in the morning after you've been on the road for a week. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But right. it's like, if this is your craft, this is what you dedicated yeah. to doing, this is sacrifices that have to be done, but it's not easy. Absolutely. It's not easy. Yeah. It was never, it's nobody, nobody ever said it was going to be hard. I'm telling you, when, yeah. when, when we left, I, I before, before we left, they also didn't say it was going to be hard. Yeah. Before, before we left to come here, right? I'm 52. But, but, think but, about but this. you guys are not, you're not uh, um, celibate, right? <laughs> Yo, you, you, you got to say, Troy, man. Troy's about to say, Jose. Hold on, 
You guys are not abstinent. You're not withholding from sex. You're not like, it's been four years. Who's you guys? Actually, sometimes to be stupid disciplined. He's like, did you not eat? Sometimes I will do that. Yeah. To be scrolling. super disciplined. If I'm really focused and I start a new business or whatever, I go straight hard. Like, yo, I'm no, oh, I ain't whoa. got no time. Pause, pause. Let's lag on the play. Lag on the play, lag play. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this, yo. Sometimes you just really like a boxer, focus, like a boxer getting ready. Like a boxer ready for a fight and you just go, you just working. Like you cause a a woman doesn't come distract you. Oh, now you on the phone, so she just wanna talk. Mm-hmm. Two hours, mm-hmm. and you can't. Right. That's a fact. You know? yeah. That is a fact, fact right? Wow. You can't like, and then you you gotta appreciate her. Okay, okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. That's a fact. They don't want. They don't want to hear that. Right. So sometimes I just be like, yo, that's it. Like, let me just stay focused. I'll catch you at the five hundred dollars. They got to be understanding, right? Like, they have mm-hmm. to be understanding. You said like you I said, on your way here, though. Like on the way here, right? Like we just got off a fourteen-hour flight. Mm-hmm. Like no joke, fourteen-hour flight. I saw my kids for like two hours and my wife dead sleep. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. She looked at me and said, yeah, I don't really think people understand how hard y'all work. Mm-hmm. And she That's went, and she went back right to sleep. Thing. I said, I'll be back. There's a job to be done. Right. We gotta do the job. Right. right. That's one of the things, like we gonna lead by demonstration. Like he know, he been watching it his whole life. We gonna lead by demonstration. We not asking anybody to do something we not gonna do. Not Facts. To do. Mm-hmm. And if anybody thinks they gonna outwork us, good luck. But then, it, but it also breeds that like, yo, yo, these dudes really just got off a flight and they came here and they got an interview in the morning and they got a show. You know, these dudes are everywhere. Mm-hmm. If to I'm somebody watching it, it feels like yo, they are really everywhere, right? And they doing everything, right? right. Because we know that. But on the other end of it, yeah, there's sacrifices and some things, right? Like that's something that not, not that we can't have balance, but you got to try too. Like I have to make sure that yo, there's gonna be an hour where I might not pick up my phone. Well, how do you balance that with your relationship? She has, a, a, we have an understanding. Like, she's been with me prior to all of it. You know what I'm saying? She knows that anything that I'm gonna do is gonna be in the best interest of our family. It goes, it's that. She like, trusts that. She trusts that. Like, there's, okay. a, there's a level of trust, right? I always, I always say, like, in a relationship, like, she gonna, it goes back into the submission conversation, right? Like, my wife is submissive to me because she knows I'm submissive to God. God's mm-hmm. leading the relationship, I'm leading the family. And she understands that. So we have we're a team. You know right. what I'm saying? In that sense, where it's like anything that that's gonna happen, she know that this is gonna be for the best interest of all of us. Fire. You know what I'm saying? So you yes. guys never found those submissive chicks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you never found those. Nah, I mean, in a positive way. You come across it's not it's not it's not all women's fault either. You come across some good women, mm-hmm. but then you're not in a situation where you can give them you're doing them a disservice. Right. And so you see, you might see them once that's, a that's month. You talking right to there. them mm-hmm. once every week. You, you don't have that same level of. You can't provide that same level of of attention. Right. Or t- you can provide for them financially, mm-hmm. but finances isn't everything. You can't right. tend to the relationship. You right. can't tend to right. it. You can't water the garden. Like you know what I'm saying. Right. You can't water the garden. Eventually, the flowers are going to die. die. Yeah. So it's like you know, you have to see what's more important. Yeah. Right. And if 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 your career is is a primary focus, then that's going to be kind of difficult. Here comes the discipline. Right. What's but you're that? not abstinent. Just for the record. Yo, that's crazy. For the record. That's crazy. For the record. So somebody putting up with it, you heard? Somebody understands. I'm just saying. Somebody understands. No, because I know I've met a lot of successful black men. 
And a lot of them are single. And I'm like, yo, there's a pattern here. Yeah, there's yeah. a pattern here. So I'm here to represent. I'm just trying What's to your thoughts on that? <laughs> I are, think, are you again, you I, no, I'm not. Okay. But I said, hey, I'm like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he said she's going to see this shit and flip. But anyway, <laughs> but, but I get the difficulty of people just not understanding how important business can be and how important it is for, especially being a black man, like you find a way to, to, to achieve success. You hold on to that. You cultivate it. You go hard. Mm-hmm. Not everybody understands that. That takes time. That takes focus. That takes like energy that I can't allow anyone else to take away. And, you know what and, I'm and, it, and it's fun too. Like I'm sure you guys are having fun. We having fun. So it's like, yeah, we just came off a flight and we had to two. And right. I don't really look at it like it's a sacrifice. I don't even look at it like it's hard work because it's like, what's the alternative? Mm. I know what real hard work is. Like you know what I'm saying? Like having to to, to dig a grave. That's hard work. Like we're blessed. At the end of the day, yeah, we get fact. to make a living from speaking. You know, most people work from the neck down, manual labor. Right. We work from the neck up. We get to use mm. our intelligence, our brains, and our, and mm. our mouth. That's a blessing. That's a like, we get to wake up and any time that we want, go to sleep, not having to, you know, check in, check out, mm-hmm. ask for it. So I look at that as a blessing. So I never really look at it as hard work because I right. know what's the alternative. Mm. And right. it's like the alternative to me is is worse than what is currently happening. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, from that standpoint, I look at it like, it's 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 a tremendous blessing, but everybody you know has to just be on the same page, understanding that. And I feel like from a relationship, women, you know, it's difficult because women will put up with a lot, especially mm-hmm. when somebody has some level of financial freedom and they can provide for them. That's one thing I learned. Like mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how much women will actually put up with mm-hmm. almost anything, right? right? But then it's like, mm-hmm. is that really the most beneficial way to go about it? Probably not. Mm. Probably not. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. it's like it's it's like now you start to kind of battle yourself. Like, damn, I could do this, but I don't even feel good about doing about it. This. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I'm taking advantage. <laughs> taking advantage. You need to be with a lawyer, a doctor, something like that, bro. Yo, they got their ways too, yo, bro. You don't yeah. want to trust for that. Okay, we're about to get off into a whole different yeah, guys out there that's better than me. Earn your leisure, she Alexander. Thank you guys. By the time y'all see this, the event is gonna be sold out. <laughs> so, you know, just wait for the next one. <laughs> Pop your tickets early. This smack rapper only smack rapper that you know is smack rappers got bars i can hang with the backpackers trap star i don't hang with the backpackers i'm in the hood with the work you heard making fiends leave earth you heard got your baby mama thirst you heard feel the flow nigga throw it in reverse this the way you need to surf you heard